This episode of AetherStream is brought to you by Aetherflow Media. We would not be able to create content like this without the support of our amazing patrons. Welcome back to Aetherstream. Today, we're doing some other stuff that we thought we were going to do way back, but ended up doing other stuff. So today, we're going to jump into Eden Raids and the shenanigans that come with them. I love most of Eden. I love most of it. And then there are bits that I don't love. Yep. And that's the end of the podcast. (laughs) That's the end of the podcast. There's stuff we like and then there's stuff we don't like. There we go. That's it. That's the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Joining joining me today, we have Enki, Croa, Dylan Thornton. Yep. Dylan Thornton's going to be out for a while. And then next time we might have a guest. We might not. Depends. Has your St. Valentino has come? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm horrible. Uh, Valentino's isn't live yet. Or will it? <laughs> when does that go live? I, I don't actually know. I haven't been paying attention. Uh, so wow. good at this game. Probably next week, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's got to be February because it's, it's Valentine's. Well, whatever. I don't remember when that holiday is. Like, we don't know her. <laughs> you you ready for this? The voting period starts tomorrow. And by the way, we're recording on the 28th, just for you guys to know. Uh, voting period starts tomorrow and goes until the 9th. And then the results will be displayed from the 9th to the 17th. Oh, cool. What are we voting on? It's not the next president, is it? No, we're voting on your... The, the emissary. emissary? Valentine on emissary. And there's like three people you choose from. Oh. The, the thing that bothers me is like, the gear is beautiful. And it's all the same gear you... You can die it, but whatever one wins is the gear that everybody will get. Mm-hmm. So, well, <laughs> is I mean, that they, a they say, mm-hmm. Uh No, then I'm not voting. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you have. I'm assuming that's supposed to be Elizin here mix, and then you got an Elizin, and then you got a Highlander. I think wasn't a ribbon. Yeah, there's a rogue, and then there's the kid, the the elves that usually do the like House Valentine. I think is their name. Mm-hmm. Like you have a kid from that, and then you have an adult. Then I think you had a rogue, and I remember from pictures, but I couldn't remember who the other one I, was. I know there was a middle one. The pictures just look like they're displaying the gear. That's about it. So there might be a cat then. That'll be great. <gasps> <laughs> if there's not a big snuggly bundle of like hugs and Valentine love in there, I don't want it. Okay, uh, I, will, I will abstain from voting. I mean, Brightside, you get your uh, chocolate fondue fountain. Oh, we get one of those. I'm just gonna yeah. like cover. Yeah, I'm just gonna like get a bunch of those and cover my FC house with them. See how my FC mates react. <laughs> uh, We're a fondue parlor now. Sorry, guys. Yeah, well, sorry for that segue. We're gonna jump over to our actual shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, as you as you can see, we are still getting distracted by shiny things and not really focusing on the topic at hand. But that's that's what happens. Like cast, how, fixing or like making sure that the casters actually do their job is like hurting cats. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're talking about glamour, yet we don't have a glamour specialist with us. <laughs> that's funny. No, so we have to shut up until we get one. Yep. Yep. No so, anyways, talk. yes, no glam talk. But, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a raider. I'm like filthy casual raider. I don't know about you two when it comes to this type of stuff, content. But I mean, nah, everybody fam, does. Same. You're a fam. Aw. We're all fam. What about you, Cora? 
I mean, I I usually get into a habit of running it the first couple of weeks for drops, and then when I gear my main, then I kind of just don't do it anymore, which is kind of bad. <laughs> Cause do you do some, savage stuff? Uh, I had I had a group. We were running uh some of the savage content. We cleared uh, E1S. It took a bit, but uh, we we managed to figure out the pattern. That was that was a pretty good moment for my team being able to clear E1S because when you figure out that pattern, it's just it's really nice. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, we were barely starting E2S, and then a few of our raid members had to go do stuff for like school. You know, they got uh, semester started up again, and everyone's kind of we're kind of on a hiatus. We're just waiting until we get the real life to get do back. be like that. Yep. So, but we did clear E1S, and that was really cool. So, damn your real life. On the bright side, guess what? Uh, when we had Lole on the podcast, I said I had two female rows on my raid team. Turns out I have three female rows. Oopsies. You have a lot of those. A lot of yeah. them rows. One of each class, one DPS, one tank, and one healer. Hey, all you need is one more, and it's a row party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. So, like, what boggles my mind about Eden, and this isn't going to be, like, a hot or spicy take or anything. I'm sure a few people are going to agree with me, because other people have talked to me about this, like my FC mates and everything. Um, E1S is significantly harder then two and three and then yeah i i feel like e1s is just like it throws you into the deep end because that dash catches so many people off guard also what screwed me when i was doing is the wall around the ridge couldn't figure out why i was dying could not for the life of me my co-healer was just like could you please stop stay alive for five minutes i was like fam i cannot figure out what is killing me just help me here (laughs) and she kind of like observed me for a little while and she was just like oh you're just you're touching the edge that's why and i'm like it's a death box isn't it it's a death box isn't it she's just like yeah yeah it is like well don't i feel like a moron (laughs) but yeah that gets people and the i feel like the dash does because if you're not ready for it you don't get behind them in time. Mm-hmm. You just don't, and then you get you get murdered, and then your healers hate you. No, yeah. the one well, thing the one thing I struggled with um, being the tank. Uh, there's a there's a phase where there's literally three tank busters in succession, and I find it really hard to like. At least you know when you get in the habit of it, it gets a little bit easier. But you there's always a chance you hit the wrong cooldown at the wrong time. You know it's not timed very well. And your cooldown falls off before Eden hits you, and then you just you're dead. <laughs> so um, yeah, there's a there's a, it's a tank buster combo thing they do where he's like it's like Spear Paradise, and then he goes into that uh, the lasers that you have to keep away from everyone else, and then ah, uh, it was it's it's pretty pretty crazy. I haven't done it in a while, but I know that that always gave me a lot of like tension. I was like, nah, I don't have enough cooldowns for this. <laughs> I imagine it's tough also if you have a co co tank because I think there's a thing you have to split at one point, or you there's a thing where you both have to position yourselves. Here, I've not been brave enough to do it yet as a tank, but yeah, you that's got to be here, tough. Here. Mm-hmm. That's got to be tough if you have a tank who's new for the first time and has no idea what they're doing. Oh yeah, you have to you have to definitely be on sync with your co tank to be able to hit those those precise moments because like it's it's an auto, it's an auto death if you take that full damage and the debuff it's not you're you're done so it's like <laughs> you, you can't do anything so and then uh, your healers get mad at you yeah yeah and it's like why it's like I literally did not figure this out until now <laughs> it's okay as of time of recording my raid team is on e three which 
we're having a harder time with that than we did with one or two. Like two just clicked. Don't know what happened. It just clicked and then we beat it. And then three has just been a pain in our side. Uh, mostly when it comes to the second world where you pretty much have stack mechanics, pushback mechanics. And yeah. <laughs> nice. But uh, uh go ahead. I was I was gonna say I I like that we're I mean Eden is a throwback to eight the music obviously from mm-hmm. some of the areas is a throwback to eight um, of which eight fans were ecstatic about it's just like finally our game gets some love and I'm <laughs> I'm like the whole memory mechanic thing like you you kind of like go through your memories of 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 Titan and of um, leviathan there we go there's the name the giant watery danger noodle like you you go through your memories of them it's like oh this is what i remember and i'm just like this is like ultima's bane all over again (laughs) this is yoshi p making some stuff up i don't remember i don't remember leviathan being that way and i definitely don't remember titan having wheels what is up with that He he got them heelys so I'm going to stop you there. I'm actually going to say, let's take a step back and actually kind of go over the story a little bit because people are going to be like, wait, Leviathan and Titan? What? What? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, there on the first, we have the light source coming from somewhere. And the question is, is where is it coming from? Uh, well, I guess the place that Ariange, Thancred, and... Uh, I keep wanting to call her Lise because I don't know why. It's Reen. I know it's Reen. That's the sad part. But they tell you about uh, they discovered something that could potentially be the source of where all this light is coming from. Yeah, way out in the empty. Oh, God, it's definitely out there in the empty. And then you get into this thing that looks like a giant shoe. I mean, don't get me wrong. It looks like something from um, I don't know if you guys played Chrono Trigger. Yeah, it reminds me of something that was in that game. What I can describe, I can't. I, you got to shade it a little bit because it does look so out of place. I mean, you do have to remember that the first, like, their aesthetics are different and they're not necessarily as, you know, cool-oriented as maybe we on the source are. But, <laughs> you know, it still felt a little out of place, and it did. It looked one of those slippers that kind of, like, curls up a little bit. Yeah. So I think you're right. It does look like a shoe. We are basically getting into a giant shoe. Nice. (laughs) And as we're getting into the shoe, we're going across the big set of empty. And of course, you don't want to touch anything in the empty because you lose your aether, get corrupted. Or at least that's what the beliefs are. The floor is lava. The floor is lava. (coughs) Floor is lava rules. Yep. Crow, do you have anything to add to this? Uh, The. I really like that green. It's really funny whenever anybody says a, a word in Faye because Ariange gets all excited. You know, people listen to him. He's like, ah, oh, someone's actually paying attention to what I teach. And, you know, the word Eden is supposed to mean utopia <laughs> in Faye. And so what I think is really significant behind that is because, you know, the city of Amarat and everything related to that comes from the book Utopia by uh, Thomas More, and so the fact that she's calling this creature Utopia and Fae, I think there's some sort of you know distinct connection between they 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 want to point out the continued theme of this book that they're borrowing and they're using the concepts from. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I uh, wonder how you I wonder how you fit Paradise inside of that thing. Like <laughs> it, it may have been, or at least 
My theory is that it was something different before it became not that, you know, not what its name means. I mean, maybe it was named by someone else. I don't know. Maybe it was named by Vorthry. Like, it seems like something that he would do. Like, oh, let's turn everything into a paradise. I mean, but it is maybe, a possibility. Right. Maybe it was something different before and the name is stuck and it, you know, it's so- it, it, it meant something different. Its name had different connotations. It was something good originally, but now it's something really, really trash. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There's a really interesting thing. They they highlight, they kind of bring back the explanation about how the flood of light worked. You know, the, the idea of umbral uh, being stasis, being stillness, you know, just not doing anything at all. When, when energies no longer function, you know, that's what causes those things to disintegrate. Right. And so the, the creature Eden was able to basically suffuse the localized ether with just enough light to where everything all the ether within all the beings in the area just stopped. Like that's that's why everything turned to dust because there was no longer ether being tra- like traveling. Everything was still. So in a, in a way, if you really you know a concept of paradise, you know you know getting into the connotations of it, doing nothing at all is a type of perfection because nothing will change. You know. So I think that's what they're implying is that you know being able to not do anything at all that 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 stasis the. The kind of stagnation when no change is made, then what you have will be perfect. What you have will be paradise because there's no difference. There's no nothing outside of what you know because there's yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's like a, a painting. Nothing changes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think I think that's the idea that they want to invoke with the, you know the themes of paradise and all that. It's just that that lack of change that the the umbral ether is creating and all the beings that it's affected by. So yeah, and like. Don't get me wrong, the area that you get to go and travel to, like the the encampment, I guess is the better term for it. Mm-hmm. it when you start in there, everything is just pure white. I mean, it, dead, no sound, no anything. And it honestly, it was kind of creepy when first started looking at it. But, you know, as we get further along, we kind of start unraveling everything. And first thing we end up doing is walking all the way to Eden and, you know, poking her with a stick. Hmm. Is it a here or should we just call it think, it? I, I don't think it it's, has it's a gender. construct. It's a construct. So, yeah. It's a giant death frisbee. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we just end up doing a. It's like Omega. They refer yeah. to Omega as it. So Eden okay, is referred so, to as it. Okay. So we pull a Steve or one, go poke it with a stick. And, you know, as we poke it, it comes to life and we face our first challenge, which is actually, and this is the weird part that. Um, SC wanted to try. We actually faced Eden Prime. Yeah, we fight Eden first. I was like, mm, this goes yeah, against uh, every change. goes against mm-hmm. everything that they've done before. Because you know, with uh, the Bahama, uh, like the Binding Coil, you fight Bahama last. Um, with Alexander, uh, he was last. Alexander was last, and then thank you because I couldn't remember that one. I was like, there's one in the middle of that <laughs> and Omega, and I'm pretty. I just couldn't remember what it was. But yeah, you you fight him first or it first, and it's like, uh, wait. What is this? <laughs> yeah. And like with Omega, we fight Omega third, but then we fight Omega uh, Ascension, I believe is the better term for it. You know, basically the humanoid version of Omega. And that was a trip and a half in itself. But this, this is risky territory, like going with the Prime first. That's probably a reason they've done this. And I'm sure we can speculate as to what that reason is. I mean, Crow, what would your theory be on them doing it first? I mean, is it just like a, a thing that they're experimenting with to do something later on? Do you think it has like significance to the overall arcing story? 
it definitely opens the doors to more to a different narrative by putting the main enemy first you now have you're going to have basically need a new antagonist by the end of the series because unless they you know have you fight Eden again or some weird twisted version or whatever right you know there's no really saying what that could be but i think they did that on purpose so that way there's more like like pathways that they can use instead of having to funnel it all towards the end grand encounter with the being itself that's already been done so now we have an opportunity to you know fight something else you know maybe something associated with the void walker that you know we'll get a lot more information with or for coming up lately and uh just anything else like that you have an opportunity to expand the horizons of the story instead of just sticking to that one fight or that one enemy so i think i like it uh it's different but i like it because it's going to give us an opportunity to see a different direction for the raid series yeah i'm terrified of what they're actually going to throw at us at the end like (laughs) i'm nervous we have no idea we have no at this point we could have been like oh it's definitely gonna be eden last but now we have no idea we're in the dark so it's just it's gonna be great (laughs) yeah like that that was the other thing like you know just true to as anki said about the music and all that eden's prime um main attack or uh, essentially uh, yeah the alt um pretty much just exactly like final fantasy 8 and it takes forever (laughs) except it's more graphically pleasing than it would be because i know I know you guys don't come for me. I know I had that rework, but there are it's still a little clunky looking guys. Let's admit that. This looks this looks ten times better than I remember it being. <laughs> oh yeah, way better. And it like takes forever though. In in a sense, like I said, we didn't have much problem with Eden Prime during our fights in Savage, but I will say it is one of the lesser favorite out of the group. Cause it takes forever and like you can. Everybody's first instinct is to buff in prep for an alt, and then you'll have people who, you know, you have monks, and um, like occasionally I forget to hit that one button. Can't remember what it's called, but it holds my stacks. And if I forget to do that, I basically sit and kick myself for the rest of the raid. Ah, uh, and see my dragoon thing. Thirty seconds. Doesn't like unless, that either. Unless I use uh, uh, blood of the dragon right away, it, it's gonna go away. It's it's a very tricky timing thing for people who have um, stacks of anything. So dragoons, monks. Uh, I don't think anybody else suffers from what we suffer from. So everybody can just sit down and be quiet in the corner. I guess. <laughs> yes, I, I actually have basically taken the opportunity, and it's like, oh, there's that alt. Well, I'm not going to use any of my abilities. Oh, guess what? Here's my opener again. Because <laughs> the timing for if you use a potion is just right. So I just right. I just do it that way. I don't know See, about that, you, but that, that's a little tricky. But I, I do feel like it lasts a little over long compared to other bosses. But I, I guess maybe they wanted to make it flashy and true to the original because you know they they're gonna have some fans out there that wanna don't want to see you know their favorite game cut down to size and to to fit into like little bite sized pieces. They want the whole experience if you're gonna do nostalgia. Yeah. and see that's kind of what I was expecting when we were coming to uh, Eden after Eden Prime was there, and then. Of course, we fight, as Kuro pointed out, the uh, Void Scent Walker. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I figured, okay, well, that that's just the person that they showed at FanFest in gear. That's my theory on that. Um, but, like, I was expecting some of the other Guardian forces from Final Fantasy VIII being in the rest of this, not, hey, you remember Leviathan? Hey, you remember Titan? 
Yeah. yeah I, I expected it to be more eight themed or to be a, a mishmash of things, but not anything relating to 14 itself. I expected them to do more of the nostalgia trip myself. So the, the Void Walker was very weird. And then, of course, all the other bosses were weird. But <laughs> eh. to note, uh, to note, it might be so the guest designer, if I recall, is Tetsuya Nomura. Yeah, the guy from Kingdom Hearts. So, I mean, if anyone's familiar with Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> it's going to be, it might be confusing for a little bit, I think. So does that be... mean that we're going to get a mouse, a dog, and a duck to join our party? I hope not. <laughs> I really, I really am not in. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Crow just said, Crow is just like, girl, I'm not in the mood for that. No. <laughs> I'll just run around with my key, bashing things on the head with it. Though I think uh, I need to get my key to be a little bit bigger. It's only like two inches. It looks like he's the designer for the encounter in the same way that Yoko Taro um, was, you know, present when near, the, the near raid for, co- for Copied Factory and everything. And I'm assuming he's going to be present for the others as well. So it's, it's yeah. kind of just like I'm, I'm gathering that it's just a design direction thing. I really hope they don't go the Kingdom Hearts route because the reason I, I haven't tried uh, the games because they're too confusing. I don't want the fights to be just like that. Uh, <laughs> Five million parts uh, and convoluted as hell. Uh, Square Enix, <laughs> take these ideas and run with them, please. Like, I'm, I'm not a game designer. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. a troll, so don't. I mean, for those of you that haven't noticed, Kuro's voice is a little bit di- better. And I think we're actually breaking Kuro again. <laughs> Uh, not not quality wise, we're just breaking him mentally now. <laughs> Disney don't sue us, but you might break our co-host, so please don't. It's it's mainly because I so it's kind of off topic. I just finished playing the DLC to Kingdom Hearts three, and like m- my brain hurts, and <laughs> I don't want any of that brain hurty to bleed into Final Fantasy. You don't 14. need that in your life. I'm already That's- I already struggle explaining Alexander to people. I just don't. <laughs> Need more. Ah, now that's saying no. something. If Crow is saying that it's, it's bad, no, Kingdom Hearts. It's I wouldn't say. Okay, I, I think not bad, just confusing. It takes a lot of context, like a lot of context, to the point where, like, staying just just to finish off this topic, for someone to accurately understand what is going on in Kingdom Hearts, you will probably need more than an hour to explain the plot. <laughs> oh, that's bad. It's, that's a long it, time. It is, and the thing is, sometimes you you know you're like, oh, I can condense this in thirty minutes. Nope, I have tried my hardest to condense the plot. It never works. And sometimes I find it easier just to accept, go with the flow, and just be like, hope you got nothing planned today because we're gonna be talking about Kingdom Hearts all day. <laughs> we're gonna be here a while. Sit down, so, make yourself comfy, get some snacks. It takes a bit, so I'm just hoping that confusion doesn't kind of bleed into the design because oof. No, that's me not, too. <laughs> I love like, no. Don't get me wrong. I love Kingdom Hearts. I love the series. I'll you know, and we'll gladly talk about it. But with several warnings ahead of time, how long it will take me to discuss said subject. So it, it's intimidating I, <laughs> for new it, people. Oh, it's it, it is at a point where it's just. I mean, they made it where everyone can play the original games now on like they put it all on one disc and everything. But still, yep, it's, I, I have that, and I have yet it's to touch bulky. It. It's bulky. It's there's so much content to go through, and it's all relevant. All of it, even the cell phone games. Ah. <laughs> and, and, and some people have expressed that fear that, um, can you say his name again? Like, I'm useless with names. Like, I've only uh, heard Tetsuya one. Nomura? Yeah, Nomura. Like, yeah, I, I've heard that concern before that the confusion is going to bleed over into the plot for Eden kids. But mm, I'm, I don't think so. Like, with an MMO platform, you kind of have to keep it simple, stupid, or otherwise nobody's going to yeah, play it. Yeah, it. it's just, they have yeah. to condense content because of the, the just how fast people go through things, so... 
Right, and the Eden Reigns are, they're, they're not like a, a big 24 man. Like, it's a, a short, bite-sized, um, it's eight man, isn't it? It is eight man. God, yep, I'm yeah. stupid today. Um, it like is an eight man, so it, it's got to be quick. It's got to be quick. They've got to release these in sets of four. You can't have them be like Sun Tzu's Art of War or like War and Peace. You can't, can't <laughs> put like a million hours of content in there. I'm sure some people would love like a raid that lasted like six hours, but it's like, ah, most people probably don't. No, especially like, for I'm daily sure we'll be content, because okay. you're, you're meant to clear that weekly to get your drops. You know they have to. They even have to speed up at that point because most team, most people that jump into the content are trying to clear so they get, can get into Savage. You can't get Savage right. until you clear the original. So no one's going to take the time to be like, oh, let me go through all these hours. You know, it just it as far as the design standpoint goes, they always have to condense the eight man raids for you know world first and all that kind of goals that they set up and they 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 advertise and you know, they keep up right. with that kind of stuff too. So they definitely don't want to hamper any attempts at trying to get those those goals so gotta yeah. make them snacky and i will say these fights hold true to that like at least this set of mm -hmm. four that we've got they are they are snacky you can do them real quick especially with groups geared as they are these days it's it's quick it's snappy <laughs> yep. i mean you might wipe a few times if you have no idea what you're doing and the rest of your group has no idea what you're doing <laughs> titan <laughs> oh god don't don't even mention that. <laughs> okay, so we've we've done um we've done Eden Eden Prime and that that fight can be a little bit confusing at first, but then the the second fight I found that so much easier. Like the the Void Walker, I found that so much easier. I will it's, say, it's all just directional stuff. Mm, I will say the one thing that gets everyone that I've seen thus far is the spell and waiting. A lot yes. of people. Yes. Ugh, that that mechanic. It's. Don't get me wrong, I like the idea. The concept behind right. it is really cool and unique. But so many people are have been trained for years now. I mean, I've been And they just have no idea what to do with it. For a while. Yeah, and I, I every time I see an AoE I run, but that's the thing. They want you to wait. They want you to pay attention to the countdown. And sometimes people are so busy with, you know, uptimes and trying to keep that DPS going, they're not paying attention to the countdown. And so it's like Oh, I just dropped an AOE on everyone. Oops, you know, like yeah. <laughs> it does it, add that little extra layer of difficulty, doesn't it? Because, it, like it, you said, people have been trained. Yeah, They've been trained to do this. The, the, the form, yeah, because it creates the effect. Like you get the giant circle, so you're like, ah, oh, get away, but you can't get away yet because you have a timer, and then there goes all your DPS because you ran too early, and it's ugh, ugh. But it's fun. I like it, but it is definitely an additional layer of. It is a kicker. It will get you if you're Flavor not if you're fight. not looking for it. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, I've seen it all the time. It's pretty sad. <laughs> I I like that fight for another reason. I I have problem problems with like directional awareness. I just do Omega the first Omega fight with like robot Omega. Like I hated that. Like uh, with Larbard and Starbird. That uh, that that was. I, a, I have feelings uh, <laughs> about that. Real visceral feelings. But this this fight uh, made the directionals friendlier it's like they learned and said look we're not going to make this stupid and convoluted we are just going to like we're going to make people aware of it and the only kicker is that you know delayed aoe stuff i i really enjoyed that fight some people don't but i do <laughs> uh yeah. i mean it's kind of hit and miss with me to be honest. <laughs> yeah my take's not a particularly spicy one i guess maybe it is just like marmite either you love it or or either you enjoy it or you don't enjoy it. And it's just kind of like, eh, well, it's, it feels transitional anyway. So that's that's fine. It's kind of like you clear it and you're done. You kind of ignore it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, 
So people are probably hearing me typing in the background here. Talking shade on Twitter. (laughs) Exactly. Actually, no. Thank you, just know what she's talking about. No, 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 not that. It's more of, I'm posting a a tweet here. And for those that actually pay attention to this and do pay attention, because there's something that's in the pipelines that you may find out here in uh, six months. Spoilers, it's not me. (laughs) Ah, Wrong, wrong. Five months. Uh, So, yeah, pay attention to it. (laughs) Tweeting them spoilers. Yep, tweeting those spoilers. But uh, let's let's go on to the, like, what's the story in between? Because... Like I said earlier, before we started the podcast, like I, I've poo-brained out of like remembering all the stuff that happens in between. And I know there's some integral stuff that happens with Reen and yeah. with everybody else. I can Reen and all of her dads. <laughs> the two dads, yeah. Uh, as far as the TLDR of the plot, I would say you know they discovered Eden. She made the suggestion that because she could sense that it, it basically gave off the impression of a construct to her. You know, she compared it to the Talos. She's like, oh, hey, how about we teleport inside and see if I can take over? Because she has power over light. As Oracle of Light, she can control. And that's kind of how, in the original Shadowbringer story, she managed to keep your light in check before it took over your body. She was telling it to, you know, she was holding it in check that whole time. So in that same range of abilities, she's able to speak to Eden and kind of like compel it to listen to her. And Eden fights back. You have to fight the Prime. And then she takes over. And so... You know, with the Void Walker that comes up, basically, as soon as they start to manifest anything with Eden at all, a bunch of Void Sin attack led by this entity. Nobody knows what's going on. It gives off the impression that this person's possessed or taken over and right. is screaming about how the light sh- the light's not going to win again. You know, damn the light. It needs to go away. So there's there's definitely an opposition of forces here that we I I get the I get the inclination of some sort of like resistance group entirely bound to darkness and opposition to the light. You know, some sort of group we didn't know anything about. Kind of like you know how uh, Gaius was joining in the burn with mm-hmm. his group fighting the Garleans, something to that effect. And you know we're, we're only going to be able to get more information as Edenverse comes out in. Uh, about a month or so from this from the from the date of this recording so i don't know i still feel that it's going to come out right after valentino's is up oh you, well, you reckon once we're done loving on each other it's just gonna be like okay <laughs> so here's the drama you've been waiting for yep, all, all the good stuff uh yeah to note um if anyone's listening i think by the time this goes out uh live later should be either done or on the way it, it'll be on the way have some more yeah, G- february G-tickets. February 6th, so we're definitely going to get a lot more information in regards to what's coming. Yeah, should we do another, like, Aether theory? You guys let us know, because it'd be kind of fun to predict what's going to come on the live later. That's, conspiracies! Uh, yes, yeah, conspiracies! The, all the all the stuff that might be coming out. I'm ready. Yeah. I mean, that patch, art, that patch art got me, so I'm ready. Right. 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 We'll get some <laughs> of that more at the end of the podcast, because I do yeah. think that we should actually finish this Eden stuff at least before we oh yeah get the podcast <laughs> distractions distractions yeah yeah anyways but, uh, yeah so they so, so the, the tldr is basically reen learns to drive a god yep <laughs> or yep yep the that's first sin eater the first sin eater <laughs> the first sin eater um and then the group of darkness opposes them she she points out that that character reminds her of Emmett Selk, which is really interesting. I really like Wow, that. she called them a really? weasel, Grandpa. That's terrible. That's not the <laughs> best compliment in the world. Well, and more so in, like, like 
power wise i guess she said she says she couldn't explain how but she sensed a familiarity and Uriange made the comment that she might be enthralled to Zodiac. So there, there was a lot of tiny little like, hey, there's deeper plot here, you know. <laughs> so um, that was really interesting. Reen finally, I think this is the first time Reen ever actually saw you fight because she makes the mention. She was like, wow, I was controlling Eden. I could see what was going on. And wow, you really know how to fight things, you know? <laughs> She's yeah. like, yes, Reen, honey, we've been at this a long time. Yeah, it's like, we, don't this, just, this. we don't just <laughs> deliver your groceries. We, we kick ass too. Yep. Yeah. God punching is just, I eat primals for breakfast. That was actually a thing you could say. I remember that. <laughs> that <laughs> was primals. We really breakfast. do. Mm -hmm. Primals so. are part of, part of a balanced breakfast. Yep. Just a little. And then, uh, on days that end with a wine. <laughs> yep. Right. Nice. Like, so, you know, I, don't get me wrong. Like, half of my raid team wants that um, Void Walker, Void Scent Walker uh, thing that was carrying her. As a mount. Oh, the, oh I mean, I yeah. can see it. They just want it as a mount because they're like, well, we have the claw. Well, might as well just get that too. Yeah, they, they would have. They would be able to use the same animation, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the same skeleton and everything could probably apply. So it'd be an easy fix, maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And, you know, there is a chance that we may get it as uh, next year's uh, mount, Shifty Eyes. Right. So mm -hmm. what's with this memory thing? Because, like I said... I don't spaced. Um, I'm a bad person, a bad Enki, no remembery contenty. Stop um, your hand. I did. I did. It. Okay, I'll do it louder. There you go. Yay! Um, but what is with the what is with the memory thing? Why are we conjuring up these fights? Like <laughs> right. re rehash uh, for me. The empty, as the region is known, was completely like the balance, the, the etheric balance in that area was completely altered and forced into single direction, which was the umbral, umbral state, the, the stasis that basically encouraged a flood of light. And right. so because this was done at will by Eden, Reen makes the suggestion that she could somehow reverse the effects and be able to restore the etheric balance. And so the problem lies in the fact that, you know, they can't just restore all the ether, right? You know, all the ether is dormant because in a stasis, it's still there, but it's in like, think of like a, like a, a kind of like a, I don't know, what's a good example? Maybe like a fog or something like that. It's just right yeah. there. It's not moving, but it's it still lingers there. And, and she has access to this, but she's not entirely sure how to just, you know, what does she poke? Where does she go? How does she work that? because it's it's a very fragile thing etheric balance as you can see the entire you know the entire series has been pointing it out etheric balance is a really big deal if you mess with your balance you're going to get hurt you know the whole planet yeah, high black mages. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally though. sorry guys no, i mean they, like, they started one of the calamities so we're, we, we we haven't forgiven them for that yet <laughs> yeah I mean, as as Crow said, balance has been one of the key things of Final Fantasy since the two point X series. Because you mm. have, um, oh god, I'm forgetting his name. Starts with an E. No, that's Emmett Salt. Uh, Laha Bread. Nope, the other one, the guy in the white robe. Oh, Elidibus. Elidibus. There you go. Elidibus. Goal. His goal has been balanced since the point X series, and yep. we're seeing a lot of it now here in the Eden raid, especially after our good old grandpappy. And Excelk has left us. Mm. <laughs> but like, as Crow was saying, you know, Reen was going to take control of Eden and 
And this is the part where it's like, okay, well, I need you to imagine an element and a primal of that element, and we'll see what we can do to restore this. Oh, so we wrestle the jimmies. We're wrestling the MC's jimmies, essentially. Yeah. Like, we're trying to stir it into to... action by poking it with a stick. Yeah, yeah. You, have to, you have to be able to, you know, they want to realign the balance, but they can't do it all at the same time. So they decide that they're going to focus at one element at a time and pick an area on the first where that element was most predominant back in the day before the flood. Yeah. So that's why, you know, that's why you go to different areas. You, you're traveling to that area by Eden and is are being teleported to that area to restore the balance. And it was just really cool how I just like the like I like the universal things. Anything that describes like the world and the terms of like physiology I get really into. So it was really cool how they explained that, you know, there's a balance everyone has to go by. So we have to start with water because water is the source of all life. You know, mm -hmm. that makes it the easiest to kind of build. And so they go to this, you know, the point the point in the first where that, that was supposed to be the deepest ocean in the world. I mean now it's empty, so there's nothing there. Yeah, we we kinda took all the water out of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, they were able to, you know, they explained that even in the dormant state, the elements still had like certain aspects, like areas were predominant. So they go to that place, they poke at the specifically the water element, and they seal it in kind of like a like a like a, uh, a solid form. And by you punching it, you know, that releases all that etheric energy back into the land, and thus thereby restoring this elemental balance. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were you were draw you were drawing forth the element, turning it back to its original state, summoning the primal with that ether, and then killing it so the ether could go back to the land. Like and, and, and just magical recycling. <laughs> yeah, magical recycling. Yep. Magical upkeep. <laughs> yep. And I, I just want to point out, I don't and I posted the picture onto our Twitter of uh what the area looked like when it was barren. And when we actually did that and we defeated leviathan the new leviathan because you know for some reason we thought of two heads because the tail and head attacking at the same time right um like, okay two-headed danger noodle that's exactly what i wanted for christmas thanks guys right and <clears throat> sorry my voice squeaked there and it was one of those moments where where did this crystal come from because as i posted in the picture on twitter there's no giant crystal floating in the middle. It is just a barren wasteland with all sand. And then after we defeat Leviathan, we now have water flowing. A crystal has emerged out of the land. And yet we have flowing water. My my theory is the crystal might just be a an extension of just the mechanics of the world. So crystals are created by death mm. in Final Fantasy fourteen when something takes a significant amount of damage as to kill it render it render its ether you know removed from its body part of the ether that leaves its body is crystallized so for uh, by us killing these primals i think that's that's what that's supposed to suggest it's just that energy returning to the earth and just a small amount of it became solid form like for and, and symbolic of the deaths that we're creating you know okay that, mm -hmm. it's that like makes sense there's a really deeper explanation for this part, particularly in the monk quest line, when uh, Eric is explaining the ethereal threshold that the afterlife can only handle so much ether at a time, and the rest kind of just becomes crystal. So it's yeah, it's it's a it's a bigger thing, I think, relying on the mechanics of the universe itself. But that's also a theory because they haven't really told us. It kind of was just there. So <laughs> yeah. Well, all I'm hearing right now is, hey guys, there's law here. Go play monk. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, see, see, like, 
the monk lore is actually really interesting because if you do take the opportunity to go back talk to Eric and deal with his snooty self because he's he fills me with he's shady rage that that man is so mean to me uh <laughs> but but if you manage to go past that like just really judgmental self he explains a lot of detail in regards to the universe like how it works um history about certain wars and it's really good stuff and so they kind he kind of goes into detail how crystals work like the concept of crystals so that's why i think it's kind of borrowing on that element that so much water ether returned to the land that only a certain amount was able to be absorbed and the rest kind of just crystallized yeah now there's a rock Mm-hmm. At least it looks nice. Oh, oh, yeah. it's, it's gorgeous. I love it. Like even the land before yeah, the crystal was there was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Especially at night, like the night shots that I take, I'm really happy with. And some of you might disagree with me on that, but I liked them for the most part. <laughs> and screenshots. So everybody takes a million screenshots. I don't think anybody's going to argue with me. I mean, the areas in Shadowbringers in general are stunning, and it kind of like, it made sense to hold the same direction it's just like okay we've got this and it's already amazing looking how do we make it better right so then like i don't know did you i i know you guys said you didn't have too much trouble with the leviathan fight no like like i mentioned around more towards the beginning of the podcast uh we're just have problems with the second like tsunami set of mechanics because like if we can get past that i know we can defeat leviathan and uh, we have our two-week break before the next set of raids starts coming up here because we're we're guesstimating it to be after the 14th. Right. And it, it's just one of those like, well, dang, this is coming fast and we haven't beaten three yet. You'll, you'll get there. I mean, the thing for me, and I don't know whether this is an X because I, I don't do it. Like, I don't want to wish that on myself. I, I like Zen and peace in my life. Um, the bit for me in Leviathan that took a little bit of getting used to was the speed at which he basically drops the middle of the floor out from under you and says, okay, bye now. I'm like, okay, <laughs> as someone who hates directions, I'm just like, uh, 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 what do I do? What do I do? And then just like the floor comes out, came out from under me like the first time I did. And I was like, okay, well, this is great. Now I know this happens. So I kind of like watch that timer like a hawk for that particular mechanic. And yeah. the rest of it is kind of like, eh. That AOE, that AOE marker is not there for a long time. It's definitely position of their head. It's like and a second. Mm-hmm. It goes really fast. So you have to already basically be in the proper spot when the cast hits. Because if you're standing there after you're done, <laughs> you just drop into the pit. Yeah. I imagine there are a lot more problems to contend with in uh, Extreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. yeah, there, there is. More mechanics, though. Yeah. That's more okay. Be- I'll leave that to you insane people. It's fine. <laughs> Let's put it this way. There's more of a song and dance to go to it than there is in normal mode. Sounds like a party I don't want to go to. I'm good. <laughs> I don't like dancing. Uh, and to, to note, I do believe, if I recall correctly, Yoshida explained the reason why Leviathan has two heads is because it's supposed to represent the Warrior of Light forgetting that Leviathan had a tail. <laughs> Wait, and- what? Yeah, yeah, so in the original Leviathan fight, when you have the head and the tail hitting you at the same time, Yoshida was trying to explain kind of like in the heat of the moment, the Warrior of Light thought those were two heads. And that's why the uh, Leviathan on the first has two heads, because that was our most strong memory, was getting hit by two sides, not exactly gotta, knowing what's going on. But yeah, And you also <laughs> have to remember that there's also been some time between the Leviathan fight and us going to the first, too. 
Oh yeah. Right. At the same time, I'm just like, my wall would remember being attacked by two sides of a giant danger noodle. Come on, please give me more <laughs> yeah. credit than that. <laughs> but you got hit hard enough in the head sometimes, you know. Like... <laughs> it does not explain the fourth one though. Yep. That does I... not. I need to look it up. I need to look it up, but I know he explained it somewhere. Something about confusing Titan with goblins, and the tank, the 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 car is supposed to be a representation of a goblin tank. Goblins don't wear heelys. Kobolds uh, co- <laughs> don't wear heelys, guys. Like yeah, they like, legitimately. That's the thing. It's like like we like, we confused the beast tribe at, at, at when we were fighting Titan. I guess I don't know. It's because to note the goblins do have a uh stronghold in limbs of Lamentis, so kind of makes sense and we do fight a giant tank that likes to run around so it kind of fits but then i was just wondering how the warrior of light confused the kobolds with the the goblins <laughs> like that, that's a little bit racist like i'm not gonna lie they, they, have, they, both, have, they both have ears they both have ears right you know they both they have, both have funny. eyes yeah. They're both they short. both wear masks you know they both dig holes <laughs> Essie, <laughs> please stop making me <laughs> making my wall look <laughs> Make the warrior, look, the warrior light look bad. I don't remember who I saved. They just kind of look all the same. <laughs> they all look the same to me. Uh, I, like, I hate. I hate Titan. Hate it. Like, <laughs> hate, 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 hate. Like the True. difference between the two Titans is this is the one before Weight Watchers. This is the one after Weight Watchers. Oh, wow. he get, he gets he's less he's roiding out less, but he's still a giant tantrum nugget. I'm like okay. Oh. Oh yeah, and he's also bald now. <laughs> you, you've gone like you've gone from being like roiding out and being a giant like chicken nugget with anger issues to like <laughs> an even bigger chicken nugget that went down with the muscles. gym, got swole, and still has those issues. Yep. Also, you have wheels now, and all of your things happen in a million different directions. Oh, that fight for me is like I will I will gladly like do Omega with. The stupid robot legs and the wiggling and the underneath and it all being weird and making me feel some kind of way <clears throat> compared to Titan, which is a million directional things at once that you have to keep an eye on. Like my brain just goes into <laughs> meltdown mode. Oh, uh, the, the right? ma- so massive landslide, man. Right. That, <laughs> the they always made jokes about you know when when pseudo created the original Titan fight and. I'm pretty sure at some point, I can't remember which fan fest it was, they were trying to talk to him about like the direction he took when he made the Titan fights. And so he, you know, off the platform is well, the direction like, you take. Yeah. It's just, he, he said something about how he didn't think it was hard when he made the fight. And so like, uh, I think it was, who was it? The other, the other battle content designer who was in the 2008 fan or 2018 fan fest. He explained that now in the office, pseudo is kind of a legend for creating titan and so most people that do battle content try to think what would pseudo do like <laughs> because they want to no. yeah that's the thing he's 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 considered a like a, a legendary figure in final fantasy 14 design so not yoshida didn't even know this so whenever he heard his dev team talking about be like pseudo song they're like what do you mean like what does that mean and they had to explain it to him on stage that it means, well, you know, he made this fight really hard, so we want to make fights similar. It's like, none of the players want it like that. <laughs> it's like, none we're of just, us want to get screaming. chucked on the platform, guys. We're all screaming, yeah. and we all want to, st- we just want to get off the ride. And so, I think, if anything, the massive landslide mechanic is a call-out to Pseudo-san, because it's like, look, we can make it even worse. <laughs> this is going to oh happen my- and it is. simultaneously. 
in several directions. <laughs> left, right, left, right, left, right. Over up, down, up, down, and jump. over again. It's oh my yeah. god! It's it's like okay, let's uh, let's make you jump through like five flaming hoops all at the same time. Also, you have to be aware of everything that's going on around you because we're going to be like <laughs> pelting you with rocks. I'm just like, oh, I hate doing Titan every week, and this is just basic Titan. I don't mm-hmm. even want to know what extreme is like. Please don't traumatize me. Please don't tell me about what it's like because I I I will not be able to sleep for a month. Okay, so I haven't gotten to titan extreme yet but i do know at one point in time titan goes from being an itty bitty little guy to being a big giant genie let's yeah, not he, he pulls out he pulls out a, a alexander move right there so i don't like it <laughs> yeah pulls out an alexander and then you have to fight that as well i summon myself it's like what? i really do, i don't i don't like that i don't <laughs> like let's, let's go to happier times <laughs> Are there ha- are there going to be happier times in Eden though? Because of course you no. you, beat, you, beat, you beat Titan, you restore the Earth aspect of Ether. You get a nice big Earth crystal, and it's really pretty. Yes, and and, and the land is just brown. I mean, Wait. that's okay. Brown is a color. Well, and the brown is I think it's meant to suggest soil, which yeah now will yeah. facilitate the growth because you got water and then you got soil. So now all that remains is you know. Just, planting and things like that planting some stuff right mm-hmm. um so i just this is the weird part because i just went to go uh look at the pictures from the live letter and the uh i went to the main lodestone site and it's it's crashed 404 not found well i think it's on uh, maintenance right now <laughs> oh really mm-hmm. there is a lodestone maintenance announcement i don't know if it's happening right now oh, it could probably. be in that case but uh but anyways um so like we we got a hint of what's to come in the next set of raids, and yes. basically the uh, if I remember right, the best way I could describe this is Final Fantasy X's Thunderplanes. Does that sound correct, Cora? Croa? Uh, wow. A lot of people, hint. a lot of people have made that suggestion. I think when it first came out, when the live letter was was going on, and I was watching, kind of, I like I like to watch Twitter as it explodes with life <laughs> during live letter days and uh, a lot of people were retweeting thunderplane thunderplane so there is a lot of a lot of suggestion uh people have received uh the identity of that content and just for those individuals who have not had the opportunity themselves to play final fantasy 10 uh hi that'd be me the Thunder Plains has a long history of being extremely frustrating content because you have to dodge lightning bolts. Like, you have to jump out of the way of lightning bolts. So... <laughs> I love that for us. Yes! That's going to be so much fun. Hey, so like, situational awareness, I, guys. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that... You know, like I said, it, it was all more so a kind of everyone saw it and was like, that looks like the Thunder Plains. And some people even po- posted comparison photos. So a lot of people are getting that feel from it. But that's the thing. Will it have the same mechanic? I Probably don't know. Not. But that's going to be pretty great to have to deal with because dodging lightning bolts, that's that's like every Final Fantasy X player's like highlight was just jump, jump, jump. Oh, what? How did one hit me? Restart. <laughs> jump, 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 jump. jump, jump. <laughs> 
So news to say, Coral wants us all to suffer. You heard? No, it no, no, first. no. I don't. I don't want anyone to suffer. Just nostalgia is great. I love nostalgia. You know, it's especially when it hurts and hits you like a lightning bolt. <laughs> especially when it causes you, you know, mental duress. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's it's definitely funny though. A lot of people have made that suggestion. So you're you're among friends till with that that concept of thunder planes. Uh, they do so. With the Thunder Plane idea, we're definitely going to be getting Ramu. Yay, Granddad! Um, Granddad's going to come back. Now, the question of a w in what form really intrigues me because to date, we still don't know why Ramu was in the form of a man when the Beast Tribe that summoned him were plant people. So yeah, That is a diff little bit different. Yeah, we do have we don't have all the information in regards to that. And then the, the, the latest lore book made a little quip about how Ramu and Rolger share the same form and abilities, so they think it's like based on an older legend. And I'm like, oh, come on, man, give me the deets. Like, I need to know. I hope he's a cute little old man with a stick. <laughs> Just a <whole laughs> tiny old man throwing lightning No, don't even say that. Because now he's super flashbacks. big and imposing in the. Uh, it's a two. It, it is a two X fight, isn't it? Where you fight uh, Ramu. Yes. I believe so anyway. Yeah. yeah so, it's after it's after uh, original Realm Reborn. So I'm I'm hoping they instead of doing the let's make everything bigger, I hope they maybe go like, oh here's an itty bitty little old man and everyone's gonna go, ah, and then immediately have the Throws lightning bolts. Jesus kicked <laughs> out of us. It's gonna be so good. Like I I would happily allow Ramu to just As trash me if he was a cute little old man with a big beard. <laughs> As a thing that pops up on TikTok for that I hear is it's just gonna be like wow, it's just bunch right. of clapping and it's like <laughs> no. we look, everyone like this. <laughs> I will say one thing that makes me a little triggered is Final Fantasy Eleven level fifty. You have to fight an old man to beat your or not fight him. You have to do quests from this old man to beat your limit break. Uh, when you get to the level seventy, you have to fight said old man. This old man is like, like old, but yet he's the master of all the classes. Like, good. One thing I have to paint on this is, like, out of all the jobs, like you have to outheal him, or you just have to outlast him as a tank, as a thief. You have to steal from that old man, and when That's he gets low, that is low. But when he makes a connection with his fists, by the way, he's he's full on monk through with every class. Like he's just using his fists. When he makes a connection as a thief, you're either one-shotted or you're close to dead. Like, this is how powerful that old man is. I don't want to fight a little old man. I'd rather fight big, giant, fluffy beard than an old man. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm back into Crow's camp where I say, yeah, we should all suffer. I want I want cute little old man, Ramu. I'd love that. <laughs> Best granddad. Hey, granddad oh, needs to teach you some manners. And it would it would be funny if it if it was a monk because monks <laughs> monks technically worship Rolger and Rolger's right. a god of thunder, yes. so it would all fit very well to have an old man punching you. So, yeah. well, Essie, if you're listening to this, and just for shits and giggles, I know it's I know they don't listen to our podcast as far as I'm aware of, and no, I don't think this is going <laughs> to come true. But if they put a little blue cap on this said old man. I'm just going to have nightmares for weeks. <laughs> Tilt screaming in cold sweat. <laughs> ah! Ah! He's back. 
Tilt's just like, I can't do the podcast today, guys. I didn't sleep. It's just like, did you have that nightmare again? <laughs> the old man coming to haunt you. <laughs> Matt's coming back. Matt's coming back. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I want I want I want something cute. Like we haven't had a cute fight in a while. <laughs> so but like obviously we have the thunder as the hint what element do you think they would choose between the other i know there's three but if we're going in the retrospect of water and earth this one's gonna be lightning and i think fire yeah we're gonna get like a spicy doggo is gonna come back and uh mm-hmm. spicy doggo because they look maybe more like a doggo lightning has an interesting concept in the game as like a progenitor of life because they say lightning strikes the earth and creates fire. The fire is, you know, creating ash and ash is what brings life. So it's like maybe the fire, the lightning needs to stimulate the land. The fires kind of add that like vigor to the land to bring back its growth. Okay. Right, and then, uh, spicy boy will show up again. Yeah. That's my, that's my, that's my theory. We don't have solid evidence yet, but you as know. our jalapeno comes back. <laughs> right. So like the, I can kind of see how, how you're coming from that. Cause like, uh, with water that gives life, it also moves the land. So boom, we get land. Mm-hmm. It, it makes sense, you know. With uh, lightning, it causes ash, and ash is usually formed from fire. Mm-hmm. And you know, pine cone theory. <laughs> it's not a theory; it's a fact. Pine it's a cone. Thing. It's a thing. And then I think I'm pretty sure in the original elemental wheel, uh, wind creates ice. So, man, I gotta look up. I don't, permutations. I don't even want to know what Garud is going to be like. Like, I genuinely <laughs> don't. As long as... Sorry, there's a train coming by. As long as it's not a Garuda that has wings coming out of her head, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> what, you mean, you mean uh, the Virgo the Virgo uh, Ultima that we had to do? <laughs> yeah, the Virgo Ultima and the uh, Siren from Final Fantasy VIII. I'm I'm wondering though, maybe, maybe, just maybe, this time around, instead of being a complete nutter psychopath, she'll be well adjusted and actually feel bad about trashing us. Like I would hope nope. for that. Nope, she's just gonna probably not. We us. are probably going to remember her as the psychopath that she actually is. <laughs> Laughing maniacally as she swings through the air and a giant vortex forms around the arena. That's I don't want that. <laughs> There's a lot of things I don't want, and that's one of them. Oof. Yeah, I think it's going to be an oof moment because it's just like, hey, Anki, you know how you said you didn't want a vortex and you didn't want her to be a psychopath? Well, we hate to break it to you, but... <laughs> but I do think that we'll probably end up fighting the Oracle of Darkness a second time, or at least, therefore, lackeys of said Oracle. Either lackeys or whatever was controlling her at the time because she definitely was screaming about fighting the light and then woke up and was like, where am I? Who are you? Before her mind started, like she, she grabbed her mind in pain and passed out. Yeah. So something, something is compelling her to do what she's doing. I think we're going to learn a little bit more about that and either fight another entity that's being held in control. The same, like something that also controlled the Voidwalker or that said entity itself. They're going to get involved at some point because they're, they're clear. They're very passionate about stopping Eden's actions not knowing that that you're using Eden for good purposes. They they see Eden rise and they're like, oh, another flood of light, and they freak out. So I yeah. think either we're going to try to parlay with them and be like, yo, we're not trying to actually do a flood of light. We're trying to rebalance the world. Look, look at this o- awesome ocean we created, you know, things like that. But look, look at the restoration of lands. 
Yeah. Look at the fires that are being cast down. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I am kind of curious what the next two fights will end up getting along with the two elementals. Because there, there is there is no way that they could just be like, boom, boom, here you go. And I, I, I'm i going to say this on our next podcast for Eden Raids. It is that uh, I do feel that our first set is going to end up being... Er, First set on the final set is going to be the last two elements, and then we'll get one more confrontation, and then we'll end up fighting a, as Crow was pointing out earlier, a mutated version of Eden, or if not, the dark version of Eden. That sounds like All a right. pretty solid prediction, to be honest. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I know I know. it's definitely, there are a few forces in play, so we're going to see some of that kind of take another step forward and see yeah. you know, their motives and intentions. Fingers crossed it's not too painful for all of us. Right. Plus, let's not let's not forget they did name her Oracle Darkness at the end of the, at the end of the raid series. So right, yeah, which is a really big deal because we're talking about you know if Ring can control Eden with as Oracle of Light, what can Oracle of Darkness control? Exactly. So we don't nothing know. good. Yeah, we're gonna have, <laughs> nothing good. <laughs> we're gonna have giant Eden mecha battles. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that because Rival Wings is kind of eh. So. I'd really like to be able to fight in a mech, please. That'd be so cool. More mecha fights. More mecha fights. More mech fights, please. <laughs> uh, well, that's going to be it for today's episode, guys. We do apologize for the, the long-awaited... We just had to take a week off because, you know, fun times. at Because wrangling cats. Wrangling cats and <laughs> chasing doggos. Right. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Uh, what do you guys feel we should do... For question-wise, because we are coming up to our, say, fan episode. I wouldn't really call it a fan episode. More of, like, Ask Eorzea is a better term for it. Right. And it sounds like we're probably going to start with Aether. So keep a lookout for those party finders with F or AFM. And if it says Aether streaming it, shoot your questions over there, and we'll see what we can gladly answer and do all that stuff. It may take yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah, don't avoid us. We don't bite. Yeah, we don't bite. We swear. And those are going to go up on Fridays. At least I'm going to try to put them up on Fridays. I don't know if Enki, Dylan, or Crow are going to put their questions, or not questions, theirs up, because I know some of them are on other data centers. Shifty eyes. Mm. <laughs> I, I'm on, uh, I'm not on Aether. I'm on, uh, where did Balmong end up? I'm so confused. Crystal. Where, where Crystal. am I? What year is it? <laughs> Who am I? You're on Right. I, th- I think I think I have an all over on Aether, so I, c- I can do that. I have alts everywhere. I'm a far-reaching being. Very nice. And then I'm pretty sure Crow will pop up over on Primal when we go and do the Primal special. Yeah, let me know when that happens so I can come and troll you. It'll be great. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, but that's going to be it, guys. Thank you again for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. Anything you guys want to say off or say before we send off? Uh, you were talking about fire earlier and uh, fire raining down. Of course, everybody knows that there is um, there is some stuff going on with Australia right now. So, you know, Shout out to them. If you can support them, do. Um, I, I'm sure we can put a, a link somewhere if uh, if our uh, oh, yeah. peeps allow it. It's it's definitely a worthy cause right now. The animals and the people who have been displaced could really, really use your help. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we actually have a... Uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to find it here. An event. Are we planning an event to be able to help yep. out with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the community event. So we should be good. We, we, can, we can post a link. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm just asking real quick. Yay for more me listening to the podcast and debating when to edit things. Ma ha ha ha. Edit the whole thing. Edit, edit, edit all of it. 
all of it. <laughs> the whole damn thing. <laughs> there's there's something added right there. No, I'm just kidding. Yep, I see Serena <laughs> typing right now, guy. Ooh, hiccup. That's one thing I've been having all day is hiccups. Oof. Try uh, drinking water with a pencil in your mouth. I will not look, try look, it that. Sounds weird. It sounds weird, <laughs> but it works. That's like putting peanut butter on the top of your mouth, put, doing a handstand, and reciting the ABCs backwards. Look, only psychopaths do that. <laughs> so it does look like February 9th is when our charity stream is. Uh, we won't have the times right now, but in the next episode, which is going up after the podcast or after the charity. oof. So pay attention to the Twitter, guys. We'll po- definitely post it there and we will definitely retweet from Aetherflow Media when we're doing our charity stream for Australia. Yeah, all that good so. stuff. And it'll be on the Aetherflow Media's Twitch account, so that'll be linked in this podcast as well. And just stay tuned to that. And other than that, I don't have anything else. Do you guys got anything else? No, we good. Stay awesome, everybody. Yes, stay awesome, be kind, and be creative. Until then, guys... Don't scream at your team in Eden. Yes, don't (laughs) scream at your team in Eden, too. Until then, guys, we wish you all a wonderful eve. Take care. Bye. Aetherstream is part of Aetherflow Media, a community-based project with a focus on Final Fantasy XIV. Aside from this podcast, we produce web content and our magazine, Aetherflow. And if you like what you see in here, consider joining our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash Aetherflow Media. All funds go towards providing you with the best possible content that we can create.